0: We know how important people are and how rapidly technology is and will continue to change our world. The way we live, the way we work and the way we
1: experience life as we know it. In a hyper-connected global economy, it is the combination of extraordinary people and advanced tech that will make a brighter future. But without evolved leaders knowing how to apply that value of neurodiversity, businesses, teams and relationships will exponentially suffer.
0: We believe in your ability and are obsessed with helping people like you shift into unlimited potential. It is our honor to help you and your teams optimize and automate the skills, tools, and solutions that can bridge that gap between intelligence and implementation as you venture into your unique mission.
1: Let us welcome you to Evolve Ventures. Welcome to Evolve Ventures, the one place where leaders like you can dependably go to shift your consciousness to unlimited potential. I am your host, Bianca Thomas.
0: And I am your host, Emilia Smith. Welcome to Evolve Ventures. We are going to be diving into episode 103. What is your optimal space? And we're really excited about this one. I know I say that about like every single one of our episodes (laughs) because I just get so jazzed up for what we're talking about, but honestly, like optimal space, let's get into it. But before we do that, please take a listen at our last episode. That was absolutely fuego, otherwise known as foie, which means like effing so good. And we received a lot of positive um, feedback on that, helping to shape People's perspectives in a different manner when it comes to performance, optimizing your energy levels, and honestly, like scheduling your time being the most valuable resource. So take a look at that, take a listen, share it with someone you love. But let's get into this episode, Bianca. Why should people care about optimal space?
1: Hmm. Your environment plays a bigger impact on your performance, your optimization, your evolution than you could even imagine. So one of my main mentors, his name is Alan. He happens to be Amelia's boo-boo. My baby. I've I've referenced his quote, or not his quote, but this theory that he's been proposing um, a lot this week to a bunch of different clients. So imagine for a second that you are a redwood tree, okay? And you're a little seedling. So a redwood tree has the potential. It's like one of the biggest trees that are out there. It has the potential to grow to like over 300 feet. It is, I don't even know how how long it is in diameter. It's It's just massive. Huge. If you Google it, you can find a picture of it. There's pictures of people like standing around it and it takes like 30 people holding hands to wrap around this tree. It's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So imagine- You take this seed of a redwood tree and you stick it in toxic soil. You don't feed it good nutrients. You don't give it the sunlight that it needs. It's not in an optimal environment. Now, imagine you take another one and you put it in the most nutrient dense, beautiful soil, right? I I don't know anything about plants. So just bear with me. I don't know what they need, (laughs) but you know, it's getting good light. It's getting good water. It's getting everything that it needs. Which one do you think is going to grow? Which one do you think is going to have the ability to reach its potential?
0: Definitely the one with the most loving nutrients around it for sure.
1: Right. So why do we think we're any different? The only thing that caps human potential is belief. And Mm -hmm. I thoroughly believe that. And now what impacts your belief? Your environment is a huge component of that. And if your environment is not set up in a way that is going to benefit you to have the most success possible, you won't. If Mm -hmm. you've been following me on social media all month so far, I've been posting and we as a team, we've all been posting our optimization hacks. And the one that I've been talking about the last week or so has been environment. Now, Amelia and I have spent and invested, I'll use that word instead, invested a lot of time, energy, and resources in optimizing our environment and really optimizing our space, because we know how important it is to have your environment set up in a way that enhances flow. It enhances mm. your ability to work. It enhances your ability to do what you need to do. Now, I'm going to talk about fitness specifically just for now. And I know Amelia has another route that she's going to take this. So every morning I go to the gym at the same time and I have set up my kitchen and my office in a way that makes it as easy as possible for me to get my clothes, get my stuff for the morning and get out of the house within 15 minutes of my alarm going off. Oh, baby. Oh yeah. My alarm goes off at 4.30 30. I am out of the house and at the gym by 4 45, which is gives me about 15 minutes, which means I have to set up my environment in an incredible way. So what do I do? All of my supplements are on the counter. So in the morning, I actually stopped taking pre-workout. I got this non-stimulant pre-workout called pump and there's no caffeine in it, but it has a bunch of other like really good nutrients in it because I've just been taking way too much caffeine in lately. So that I set that up the night before. So the pre-workout is in there. My glutamine is in there and some other supplements that I take. It's all in the shaker bottle already. That's set on my counter. So my environment, I'm already setting it up. My clothes are on my bed already. I grab those the night before and I set them up. My water bottle is already filled, my gallon. And all I have to do is I wake up, get out of bed, I put my clothes on, I fill up my water bottle, and I'm out the house. Setting up my environment, right, the night before makes it a hundred times easier to be able to get out of the house as quick as possible. Now, if I didn't do any of that, if I didn't have my stuff set up, if I didn't plan ahead, if I didn't make sure that my house is set up in such a way that I can just get out as quick as possible, it would take me so much longer. And same with your office. So I know Amelia is gonna go into more of that, but I wanted to make sure that I used the fitness example as my example because that's the one that I've honestly spent a lot of time um paying attention to.
0: B, I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's really funny. Last Sunday, so Alan and I, for those of you who follow me on Instagram or Alan and in general, like we have every single Sunday we call optimization Sunday. There's service Mm -hmm. Saturday and optimization Sunday. And B, you know this because it's like absurd how ridiculously religious we are about this because we are always trying to reassess the week of how can we optimize as a couple, because we live together to live more optimally together. And last Sunday, we were (laughs) <laughs> we were going through our kitchen and we we're like, this needs to go. And this needs to go. And this needs to go because what does it do? It's, it's taking up space. And so many of us find ourselves collecting items or things in our cabinetry or in our space that just genuinely doesn't serve a purpose. And I laugh at this because what my, what my, I have a little thing around. Um, It's not little, it's an optimization, like cannot live without it. Even if you have a bag of chips, it, bothers my core having to unravel the bag, <laughs> stick my hand all the way down just to get a chip. So you'll see my, my home is iconic for this. If there happens to be a bag of chips in our house and it happens to be open, you know how bags of chips are like only usually half full by the time that you actually open them. The other half is just air. Well, what I do is I take the scissors and I cut the bag in half because I do not want to spend my time unraveling this thing at all, because that adds up over time. And so we were joking because we had all these like half full bags that hadn't been cut. And obviously that's how, you know, I'm overwhelmed if our bags in our house aren't cut or combined. (laughs) And we just started combining everything, even to the extent where our BCAs, we had multiple different BCAs, different flavors. And we look at each other and we go, what the heck are we doing? We're going to unravel the cap. We're going to get the little scoopy scoop and we're going to put it in our water. That doesn't make sense. Why not just combine it? If Alan doesn't really care about flavor and I'm happy about having rainbow powder thrown into my, my water bottle, why can't we just combine it? It doesn't Could make combine sense. Combine the flavors? Yeah, absolutely. It's totally psycho. We love it. It's great. <laughs> but here's the thing. Those little seconds of unraveling you know, the cap and then taking a little scooper out is not optimal and it is space that is taking up time, which is the most valuable resource we have. And I was going to take this approach to this, um, aspect starting with, I think just like a vulnerable place for me, honestly, I have struggled so deeply with memory. Memory has Mm -hmm. always been a big challenge of mine. And for those of you who, um, have experienced this also, you realize that your space if it's not set up to help you minimize how many things you forget you start to feel like you live in a home that is out to get you it is out to hide everything that you're trying to look for and i grew up very much with that mentality my space was either my enemy or a soldier for my success and that's how i really started looking at environments and as space in general and so from an organization standpoint to now completely environmental design, you know, that being a part of our, our future business, like it's a huge capacity where a lot of people drastically underestimate the capacity that your space that you live in can have for you. And so I look at it from these two more binary approaches. You have functional zones, which are for utility, and you have accessory zones, which are for kind of nice to haves in your home. So be your goal is to get out of the house as fast as possible. Me, someone who works from home and who spends a lot of time at home, I try to optimize my space for maximizing my potential, just like that red um, redwood seed. In the environment that I do have. So even when it came to looking at places for me to purchase a home, I think I had mentioned to you the like biggest qualifier for me was making sure that there was cathedral ceilings, open floor plan, but the most important was natural light. Studies show that 78% of people who are surveyed those who have natural light, access to natural light, actually say that it improves their well being so much more than if they didn't have access to it. And I know, and studies actually show 70% of people have improved work performance just with access to natural light. So that's other people. For me, it's 100%. If I have access to natural light, I'm 100% productive. And mm-hmm. if I'm trying to be that redwood in my space, I need to make sure that I understand what in my space optimizes for the utility that helps me grow to my maximum capacity. So I've zoned set up in my home for sleeping, for eating, for r and and for working, my productivity, aka energy that's being spent and energy that's being taken in. So sleep, mm-hmm. obviously that's a specific zone, bedroom, right? Dark, there's specific um, things that are setting up that room to make it the space to optimize for that goal for the best sleep possible. Eating, there's a kitchen that's, we optimize. It's literally the, the pattern of our footprints throughout the day, we optimize it so that it is the best for what we're trying to do. R&R space, we have a little nook. If we're trying to rest and relax, we have nook spaces specifically for that. If It's like plugging your phone into a charger, a hypercharger. We have our spaces set up in our office that is set up for maximum productivity, high flow. And so everything from the furniture that's selected to the colors of the walls, to the extent of what kinds and species of plants I have behind me has been so meticulously chosen to maximize my goal. Now, my question to each one of you is how much and how seriously are you taking this? If, like Bianca had mentioned, if you were a redwood and you had the opportunity to place or change your soil to mm-hmm. something that is nutrient dense, high light, and beautiful mineral water for you, would you do that? Would you invest in a space? in little nooks, or in little functional zones that have high utility for the goals that you aspire to achieve. I cannot tell you having, um, spent a lot of time in the real estate industry. I cannot tell you how many people drastically underestimate the place that they call home and how much that actually is not set up for them to optimize their growth. It is drastic the amount of people that just don't pay any attention to the colors on their walls, to um, the textiles on their floors, to how they go about setting up their space. And we're so fortunate, Bianca, you and I, to have the capacity to be able to look at those things and setting up our space optimally that we have so much to give to the world in this area. So for anyone who wants any sort of resources into that, any sort of insight. We have done our research. I have crawled my way into the space by trying to not forget so many things in my life, even where like I place my keys, my water bottles, everything has a very specific home so that it's maximizing the goal. And same with you, like even to the extent where you place your stuff. So, um, Yeah, there's so much more in here and I'm so excited. Our team is really going to be um, sharing some of the the insights and science and things that you can do in your space. And that's something that you'll hear from Evolve Ventures time and time again. Your environment predicts your success. If you want to, if a lot of people say like, I look at people's shoes to see how successful they are. I look at how people treat other people. I just take me to your home and I can tell you how successful you'll be. Take me to how you treat yourself in your home. I can predict your success within the blink of an eye. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge.
1: One final point that I'll say, and it just came to mind, the things in your environment that you are trying to get yourself to use more often, have them out in the open.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for example, my, the reason I put my treadmill And my bike, my cycling bike, right? Like the the stationary bike. I could have put them in the spare room that I have. I did not. I intentionally didn't. Because every day when I walk in that little, my little like nook area, that's where my treadmill is. That's where my spine decompression thing is. And that the inversion table. And that's where the bike is. And it's a cue for me to remember, oh, make sure you get your steps in today. Oh, make sure you do this today. My foam roller and my yoga mat, that's where they are in that little nook area, because it's a reminder to me, oh, make sure you stretch today. Make sure you do the things Mm -hmm. you need to do today. The things that I do not want to use, they are not out in the open, aka I have an extra TV. It's a small little dinky one, but like my dad gave it to me and I was like, all right, it's a free TV. (laughs) It's a little dinky one. I will not put it in my bedroom. I have a TV in my office and it does not have Netflix or any of the streaming apps on it because I do not want that in my office. This is for work. Mm. This is a sacred space. Nice. So I won't put those on here. YouTube is the only thing that's on there. Mm. In my bedroom, there's nothing in there except a mirror and my bed. And eventually Mm -hmm. I need to get a, um, what's it called? A bureau to put my clothes in and stuff. But Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a TV will not go in my bedroom because the bedroom is for sleep. Mm -hmm. That's a way to optimize an environment. So the things that you are trying to utilize, put them out in the open If you're trying to drink more water, have it out in the open. That's why mine is always right next to me. Amelia, Mm -hmm. does the same thing. Mm -hmm. The things you are trying not to use, get them away. Like Amelia talks about a lot. Her and Alan do not have snacks out, out in the open. They're hidden in the cabinets up at the top. Because then they won't. It's not in their visual environment, and they won't think about it unless apparently it's her bag of chips at the half-cut uh, bag. But <laughs> I'm
0: I'm like finding myself like <laughs> st- stacking like Jello boxes on top of the like Oreos that are there right now, like so that I know <laughs> it will like hit me in the face if I go for it. So like yeah, there's all sorts of different ways to either add pain points to your environment that can help support your growth, or to what you had said, Bianca, really help leverage and and delegate that conscious having to remember xyz can't tell you how many times poor alan has just randomly found like this random thing out of place like right in the footpath of like him trying to go somewhere like for example like um if i knew it was trash day the night before let's go get the trash bin and put it literally right in front of when we walk outside of our door you cannot miss it you will trip on it or you will remove it from your tripping space. And so that's a thing you can leverage your space to have the optimal performance in that area that you aspire to have. However, not unless you don't actively and consciously set the intention to optimize your space for your goals. And that's what we Absolutely. hope to at least help you do and you know, help you start thinking about because there's so much so much left on the table when you don't do this.
1: So the biggest takeaway for you, whatever the environment is that you spend the most time in. So for Amelia and I, it's our home, right? I work from home five days a week. Amelia works from home seven days a week. So the environment that you spend the most time in, make sure that you are optimizing it for success. That includes people, that includes items, that includes the the feng shui of mm-hmm. whatever that environment is because your environment will predict your success.
0: Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Yeah. Your environment is that the nutrients that will help you grow to your fullest potential or will be the biggest inhibition you have and never know why. Um, the episode suggestions that we have for this episode, number 65 has my definition definition of fun changed. Mm. Number 35 are your devices controlling you. We'll get into technology down the line. Number 34, why your environment predicts your success, which is a beautiful hop off to that. And, um, We have so many more, so please feel free to scroll, share, um, and send us a review. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Our media team is going to be putting out, like Amelia said, a lot, a lot, a lot of content, a lot of value all over social media to help all of you utilize these skills. They're going to be pulling in a lot of resources, a lot of information. So go over to Evolve Ventures on Instagram, join the private Facebook group, um, and join us on WhatsApp, you know, all of the different, all of the different sites and pages and groups that we have. We put different content in all of them. Um, so you can get a lot of different kind of content, a lot of different information, and really meet a lot of incredible people. So head over to Instagram, follow Evolve Ventures, head over to Facebook. We're on Facebook. You can join the private Facebook group, Evolve Venture Society, and please leave us a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, the more reviews that we get, the more we can help more people and have a much wider reach.
0: Mm. Thank you so much for listening. And we're grateful to be a part of your evolving journey. We'll talk to you next week, but in the interim, please feel free to reach out to Bianca and I, like she said, take care everyone. Bye. Bye. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. We know firsthand how important it is to have people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Friday of every month at 7pm Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. Click in the link for Out of the Mud in the show notes to register for our next event.
1: We love hearing from our listeners and community members. In efforts to help you evolve, we invite you to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Evolve Ventures or reach out to us directly via DM at Evolve with Amelia and Evolve with Bianca. Be on the lookout for our IG Lives that we host every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses that are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.